we are both right now drinking our Cardi Miracle, which is, uh, and we both prefer it with a little bit more water. So and I'm almost done with mine, but this was full. It was full. Um, and it's one scoop twice a day in distilled water. It is important to put it in distilled water. I put mine in spring water. Spring water will work too. Don't use I just tap not water. tap water. I it don't defeats the water. whole purpose. Really? I like mine. And I, I actually, when I get about halfway through this, yeah, I add more water. water to it and I drink it all day. Um, it's literally every vitamin and mineral that you need at even more than what the you know government recommends. Right. And your body just anyway. expels what you don't need. Your yeah. body will not absorb it. It's like once it reaches the limit, you'll find that you go pee more. Right. Mm -hmm. What were your symptoms before? Oh, I was I would get short of breath going from the kitchen to my bedroom. I was working from home eight hours a day and I there were many many days that I did not make it through a whole shift because I was dizzy. I was nauseous. I was shorter, like shorter breath to the point, which is what I think was causing my dizziness because I wasn't getting enough oxygen. I felt terrible, like almost all the time. And I went through that for about a year before mm -hmm. we started doing this cardio miracle in February. And it really has made a difference. And it's Hey, every there. day, seriously, start really, your day. What it is. It's like really, start your really day have with to. cardio miracle. Go to defiantmiracle.com. It's our affiliate link. Use promo code defiant. If you sign up for the subscribe and save, then you get oh, that's so helpful. an additional to order it. Yeah, 10% off, and then they just send it to you every month. All right. So, uh, Cardi Miracle, get yes. yours today. Defiantmiracle.com, promo code defiant. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all, and they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates lockdowns and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci, we will not comply with Joe Biden, and we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. I am a soldier in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. Because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or 
cater to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. Listen to the same damn message that they give it. Tell me how to feel. Tell me what's wrong. I tried to call. Pick up the phone. I'm on my own. Everybody says you coming back to man. Why the hell's it taking so long? Why do I hurt? Why is there pain? Why does everything good always have to change? Why does everybody try to profit off another man's work and destroy it just for monetary gain? Tell me all you black or all you white. I don't even really care. I just really want to know what's right. They've been saying one thing, but I've been looking in the book. And it seems like they've been lying for my whole damn life. Tell me where I'm going. Is it heaven or hell? I just hope this message greets you well. Had a dream that I was walking with the devil. Don't remember how it feels, but I swear that I remember the smell. Looked me right into my eye and told me everything I wanted could be mine if I gave up and decided to sell. But I said I'd rather die than get mine. Now I'm here. No fear, one man with a story to tell. Dear God, where were you when I needed it? When I fucked up and repeated it? When they set the bar and I exceeded it? My life is like a book that they've been judging by a cover, but I've never took the time to fucking read the shit. I remember telling you my goals and my dreams, but you didn't even answer, so I guess you didn't believe in it. I remember sitting with a gun to my head trying to ask you for some I don't want religion, I need that spirituality I don't want a church, I need people to call a family I don't want to tell my sins to another sinner Just because he's got a robe when he went to some academy I don't want to read it in the book, I want to hear it from you Don't want to learn it in my school because they hiding the truth Don't want to talk about it to another fucking human being And that's the only reason that I even step in this place Dear God How do I take this darkness and turn it into light? 
How do I believe in a concept where I speak to a man I've never seen with my own two eyes? How do I know that religion wasn't made just to separate the world and create a whole disguise just to keep us in these chains while the rich get richer and the poor pray to you and perpetuate a lie? How do I know this ain't some big joke? How can I have faith when there is no hope? How the hell does one man have a hundred billion dollars and we still have people on the street that are broke? There's a lot of things I want to talk about and get off my chest. I can't sleep because the devil won't let me rest. I used to know a fucking pastor in a church and I can still hear the screams of the kids even fucking molest. Dear God! supposed to fear you, but you ain't said shit, so maybe it's you who actually fears me, I don't know the answer, I just wanna see it clearly, so many lies, a thousand different theories, all I wanna know is who really made religion, cause I know it wasn't you, but don't nobody believe me, no more lies, no more death, bring back King, bring back X, please dear God, let their soul rest, protect who's left and watch their steps, dear God, I don't wanna have to ask you again, I just hope that you know that I'm still a believer, so I'll end this all, by saying amen. Good morning, everyone. How are we doing today? I hear Rumble is down. I actually, I started the stream and it said Rumble wasn't working. So I actually ended the stream right away and uh, had to reset the whole thing. Make sure, because with Rumble, you have to update the stream keys with every stream. So I made sure that that was all correct. And it was. And um, yeah. Apparently Rumble is not working. So it was working for a second. Now it's back down again. But that's okay because we are streaming on X. And if you comment on X, it shows up on my screen like it used to when we were on Twitch. And I can even put them up on the screen. So comment on X. Come watch on X. Anyhow, we are uh, doing a little better today. I was actually very excited that I found um, a Bissy tea that I got in Jamaica that I completely forgotten that I had gotten. And uh, that makes a huge difference. Bissy tea is like the Jamaicans go to when they're sick, they drink Bissy tea. So we started that last night and although I hear Mick coughing in the other room, we're still, we're doing a little bit better, doing a little bit better, or at least I am, so. And then at the same time, you know, we have new prophecies. They were coming in hot and heavy last night, so. When we watched, uh, Matt's message yesterday and he mentioned the arrows in the sky and I immediately reached out to Uriel's vessel and said hey are you watching because he had been talking about arrows and everything seemed to line up so let me read to you what I was sent last night The dream about the arrow, preoccupied by the parting of the veil, you now know what you saw after. You remember the rabbit? The rabbit represents a mockery. 
The X-formation cartwheeling through the air represents an airplane. The landing of the airplane into an advertisement represents the evil one's agenda. The agenda, the advertisement was an arrow. The arrow represents the badge that the evil ones swear to. I have told you before that the evil knows and it will use to their advantage or wicked agenda. What will happen will be mixed with God's vengeance and the evil doings of them. It must happen this way for judgment to be righteous. Those who scurry shall surely be consumed by both the sword of man and of Lord God. Those who stand on their stone crowned with their faith shall pass the judgment. Remember, it is better to have sinned your entire life and then become faithful to God than to have lived a life of righteousness and then turn away from him. One by air, two by sea, three by land, they will attack. The three-prong approach, do not pay heed to their deceit. You must plant your feet in faith of our Lord God to find your path. Do not stumble. Do not turn aside. Use your God-blessed gifts to overcome your adversaries. The arrow points to your enemy. Your heart leads you to God. Trust in him. He is the only way. Are you not made in the image of him and placed here to defeat the enemy within this castle? Stand tall. As Brother Matt said, listen again. It's already been written. The arrows in the sky. It's my worst fear, the airplanes. The planes will fall from the sky and from others men will fall to consume those scurrying. While chaos ensues, you gaze past the evil doings and find grace in the parting of the veil. Stand firm. Those three prongs unfortunately foretell only the sword by man. What God has planned is of nothing you can imagine. You cannot fall wayward to their deceptions. However convincing your neighbor or family or trusted source might be, trust in the Lord God. I cannot express how difficult it will be for many to discern, but you must plant your feet in God's rock or else you are shaken off in the great shaking as if you were dust of the wicked places. There is one you can trust. You know him. He is inside of you. And soon you will see him. Trust him. Trust God, not them. <clears throat> Isn't that fun? <sighs> oh, no. Not what I wanted yet. So. Well, Brother Matt did not have a new message for us today. There is still more. This is from September 22nd. And it's not nearly as long as yesterday's. But I'm in much better shape to read today, so that's fine. Here's some Brother Matt for you. Okay, brothers and sisters, this is Brother Matt back with you again with another message from the Lord. Uh, this message is from early this morning, September 22nd, 2023. And uh, as always, I'm grateful for those of you who 
who have subscribed to this channel, for those of you that like and comment and, and especially uh, share this message with others. Uh, I know that that glorifies the Lord. It's his message and he wants it to get out there. If you're new to this channel, I encourage you to check out the other videos and see the things that the Lord has been sharing uh, with me over the last uh, couple of months. So uh, here's what it says for September 22nd, 2023. Soon the day approaches. The day is coming quickly upon you. Be ready, O oh my children. Look for me. Prepare for me, O oh my bride. Adorn yourselves in praise and good works as you look to that great day. Set your watch and gather with those who are yours. I will not be long. You have waited faithfully for me. Soon you shall be satisfied. Soon shall you see the coming of your Lord. I am coming for my church, my children. Therefore, renew your hope, O oh my children, as you look towards that day with expectation. I will not abandon those who are mine, but I will come for you. You will hear a great stirring sound, the sound of many trumpets. It is the call. Many will shout with joy on that day, but for those outside, it will be a great sorrow. Those who are left will cry in their devastation. They will say, O oh Lord, remember me. These will work out their salvation with great fear and trembling. But still, there is hope even for those. It will be a hard walk for such as these. The one who persists in those days shall see me on my glorious day. I will preserve those who would hide themselves in me. Therefore, I counsel you, O people, repent and return to me while there is yet time. Soon is the day. Soon shall I call for you, O children of the Lamb. The dead shall rise first and after those who remain in me until my coming. It will be as I have said before, as I have declared through my servants, the prophets. Declare this as a testimony for those who wait for my coming, for my call, and for those who will remain. Brothers and sisters, that's the word that the Lord gave me to share today, September 22nd, 2023. I pray wherever you are, you would be encouraged. I pray wherever you are, you would remember to continue to press on towards the upward call of our God, to continue to stand firm right wherever you are and to do the things that the Lord has put in front of you to do. All these other things he has in his hand. He knows the day, he knows the time, and we can trust in him and in his faithfulness and in his word to us. If you have not yet called upon the Lord to be your savior. I mean, he's the savior, no matter what you think. He's the Lord, no matter what you think. But if you haven't come to him and asked him to forgive you of your sin, to wash you and cleanse you, to make you new, to make you a new creation and to give you eternal life, 
I, I implore you, I encourage you while there is yet time, call on him. Uh, John 3.16 says, God so loved the world, the whole world, including you, that he gave his only son, Jesus Christ, that whoever would believe in him would not perish, but would have eternal life. That is God's desire for you. His desire for you is that you would have eternal life, that you would be reconciled to him, that you would be renewed in him. Thanks for this time. Be blessed. Thank you, Brother Matt. They always do line up, those messages, don't they? The one that came through at 11 p.m. last night that I just read for the first time this morning to you because I was asleep at 11 p.m. And the one that Matt got in September. It's amazing. So, but not really, you know, it just continually validates it for us when multiple people receive the same message, when those people don't know each other, they have no affiliation, no kinship, barely even knowledge of each other. They've certainly never spoken. When they're putting the same message out, sometimes within hours of each other, sometimes months apart, that is God's way of telling us that He is real, that His messengers are real, that His message is real. believe, have faith, there is still a little bit of time, not much, but a little bit of time. There is still time to go back to God or go to God for the first time. All you have to do is ask. He wants you. He wants you to return to him. Or what's the point? Start with a prayer. Dear God, thank you for giving us the strength and energy that we need to do everything we need to do to prepare for your return. And to convince as many people as we can to join us on the path back to you. Thank you for giving us discernment to be able to separate the truth from the wicked lies that are everywhere around us. Thank you for giving us ears to hear your messages, eyes to see your signs.
Thank you, God. For my family, we pray for healing for all of us. Physical healing would be great to start. Mental healing, emotional healing. Thank you, God. We know that all of that is through you. Thank you for sending your messenger to literally heal my husband the other day, or at least tell me what to do so he didn't die. Thank you for my children. Thank you for all the children. Their innocence is the reason, our hope for the future. Thank you for our animals who constantly show us what it is to live for you alone even as my roosters scream in the background. They're very funny. Thank you for all of our friends, our brothers and sisters and you who have already joined us on your path. And bring more along every single day. Most of all, God, thank you for life. Every single day, thank you for life. So, <coughs> excuse me. All right. So if you remember, which I barely do because I was not very conscious yesterday while I was reading, but that's okay. We got through it. Solomon started building the house of God. Took him seven years. And then he started building his own house. And that's where we're at. The first book of Kings, chapter seven. But Solomon was building his own house 13 years and he finished all his house. He built also the house of the forest of Lebanon the length thereof was an hundred cubits, and the breadth thereof fifty cubits, and the height thereof thirty cubits, upon four rows of cedar pillars, with cedar beams upon the pillars. And it was covered with cedar above upon the beams that lay on forty-five pillars, fifteen in a row. And there were windows in three rows, and light was against light in three ranks. And all the doors and posts were square with the windows." And light was against light in three ranks. And he made a porch of pillars. The length thereof was 50 cubits and the breadth thereof 30 cubits. And the porch was before them. And the other pillars and the thick beams were before them. Then he made a porch for the throne where he might judge. Even the porch of judgment. And it was covered with cedar from one side of the floor to the other. And his house where he dwelt had another court within the porch 
which was of the like work. Solomon made also an house for Pharaoh's daughter, whom he had taken to wife, like unto this porch. All these were of costly stones, according to the measures of hewed stones, sawed with saws within and without, even from the foundation unto the coping, and so on the outside toward the great court. And the foundation was of costly stones, even great stones, stones of ten cubits and stones of eight cubits. And above were costly stones, after the measures of hewed stones and cedars. And the great court round about was with three rows of hewed stones and a row of cedar beams, both for the inner court of the house of the Lord and for the porch of the house. And King Solomon sent and fetched Hiram out of Tyre. He was a widow's son of the tribe of Naphtali, and his father was a man of Tyre, a worker in brass. And he was filled with wisdom and understanding and cunning to work all works in brass. And he came to King Solomon and wrought all his work. For he cast two pillars of brass of 18 cubits high apiece and a line of 12 cubits. 12 cubits did compass either of them about. And he made two chapiters of molten brass to set upon the tops of the pillars. The height of the one chapiter was five cubits, and the height of the other chapiter was five cubits. And nets of checker work and wreaths of chain work for the chapiters which were upon the tops of the pillars, seven for the one chapiter and seven for the other chapter. And he made the pillars and two rows round about upon the one network to cover the chapters that were upon the top with pomegranates. And so did he for the other chapter. And the chapter that were upon the top of the pillars were of lily work in the porch, four cubits. And the chapters upon the two pillars had pomegranates above also, over against the belly, which was by the network. And the pomegranates were 200 in rows round about upon the other chapter. And he set up the pillars in the porch of the temple. And he set up the right pillar and called the name thereof Jachin. And he set up the left pillar and called the name thereof Boaz. And upon the top of the pillars was lily work. And so was the work of the pillars finished. And he made a molten sea, 10 cubits from the one brim to the other. It was all, it was round all about. And his height was five cubits, and a line of thirty cubits did compass it round about. And under the brim of it round about there were knobs compassing it, ten in a cubit, compassing the sea round about, and the knobs were cast in two rows when it was cast. It stood upon twelve oxen, three looking toward the north, and three looking toward the west, and three looking toward the south, and three looking toward the east, and the sea was set above upon them and all their hinder parts were inward. And it was an handbreadth thick, and the brim thereof was wrought like the brim of a cup with flowers of lilies. It contained 2,000 baths, and he made 10 bases of brass. Four cubits was the length of one base, and four cubits the breadth thereof, and three cubits the height of it. And the work of the bases was on this manner. They had borders, and the borders were between the ledges. And on the borders that were between the ledges were lions, oxen, and cherubims. And upon the ledges there was a base above. And beneath the lions and oxen there were certain additions made of thin work. And every base had four brazen wheels and plates of brass. 
and the four corners thereof had undersetters. Under the laver were undersetters molten at the side of every addition, and the mouth of it within the chapiter and above was a cubit, but the mouth thereof was round after the work of the base, a cubit and a half. And also upon the mouth of it were gravings with their borders, four square, not round. And under the borders were four wheels, and the axle trees of the wheels were joined to the base, and the height of a wheel was a cubit and a half a cubit. And the work of the wheels was like the work of a chariot wheel. Their axle trees and their naves and their fellows and their spokes were all molten. And there were four undersetters to the four corners of one base. And the undersetters were of the very base itself. And in the top of the base, there was a round compass of half a cubit high. And on the top of the base, the ledges thereof and the borders thereof were of the same. For on the plates of the ledges thereof and on the borders thereof, he graved cherubims, lions, and palm trees, according to the proportion of every one, and additions round about. After this manner, he made the ten bases. All of them had one casting, one measure, and one size. Then he made ten lavers of brass. One laver contained forty baths, and every laver was four cubits. And upon every one of the ten bases, one laver. And he put five bases on the right side of the house and five on the left side of the house. And he set the sea on the right side of the house eastward over against the south. And Hiram made the lavers and the shovels and the basins. So Hiram made an end of doing all the work that he made King Solomon for the house of the Lord. The two pillars and the two bowls of the chapiters that were on top of the two pillars, and the two networks to cover the bowl, the two bowls of the chapiters which were on top of the pillars, and 400 pomegranates for the two networks, even two rows of pomegranates for one network, to cover the two bowls of the chapiters that were upon the pillars, and the ten bases and ten lavers on the bases, and one sea and twelve oxen under the sea, and the pots and the shovels and the basins, and all these vessels which Hiram made to King Solomon for the house of the Lord were of bright brass. And in the plain of Jordan did the king cast them in the clay ground between Succoth and Zarthan. And Solomon left all the vessels unweighed because they were exceeding many. Neither was the weight of the brass found out. And Solomon made all the vessels that pertained unto the house of the Lord, the altar of gold and the table of gold, whereupon the showbread was. And the candlesticks of pure gold, five on the right side and five on the left, before the oracle, with the flowers and the lamps and the tongs of gold, and the bowls and the snuffers and the basins and the spoons, and the censers of pure gold, and the hinges of gold, both for the doors of the inner house, the most holy place, and for the doors of the house, to wit of the temple. So was ended all the work that King Solomon made for the house of the Lord. And Solomon brought in the things which, which David his father had dedicated, even the silver and the gold and the vessels did he put among the treasures of the house of the Lord. Chapter 8 Then Solomon assembled the elders of Israel and all the heads of the tribes and the chief of the fathers of the children of Israel unto King Solomon in Jerusalem, that they might bring up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord out of the city of David, which is Zion. And all the men of Israel assembled themselves unto King Solomon at the feast in the month Athenim, which is the seventh month. And all the elders of Israel came, and the priests took up the Ark, 
And they brought up the ark of the Lord and the tabernacle of the congregation and all the holy vessels that were in the tabernacle. Even those did the priests and the Levites bring up. And King Solomon and all the congregation of Israel that were assembled unto him were with him before the ark, sacrificing sheep and oxen that could not be told nor numbered for multitude. And the priests brought in the ark of the covenant of the Lord unto his place, into the oracle of the house, to the most holy place, even under the wings of the cherubims. For the cherubims spread forth their two wings over the place of the ark, and the cherubims covered the ark and the staves thereof above. And they drew out the staves, that the ends of the staves were seen out in the holy place before the oracle, and they were not seen without. And there they are unto this day. There was nothing in the ark save the two tables of stone, which Moses put there at Horeb when the Lord made a covenant with the children of Israel when they came out of the land of Egypt. And it came to pass, when the priests were come out of the holy place, that the cloud filled the house of the Lord, so that the priests could not stand to minister because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord had filled the house of the Lord. Then spake Solomon, The Lord said that he would dwell in the thick darkness. I have surely built thee an house to dwell in, a settled place for thee to abide in forever. And the king turned his face about and blessed all the congregation of Israel. And all the congregation of Israel stood. And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, which spake with his mouth unto David my father, and hath with his hand fulfilled it, saying, Since the day that I brought forth my people Israel out of Egypt, I chose no city out of all the tribes of Israel to build an house, that my name might be therein. But I chose David to be over my people Israel. And it was in the heart of David my father to build an house for the name of the Lord God of Israel. And the Lord said unto David my father, Whereas it was in thine heart to build an house unto my name, thou didst well that it was in thine heart. Nevertheless, thou shalt not build the house, but thy son that shall come forth out of thy loins, he shall build the house unto my name. And the Lord hath performed his word that he spake, and I am risen up in the room of David my father, and sit on the throne of Israel, as the Lord promised, and have built an house for the name of the Lord God of Israel. And I have set there a place for the ark, wherein is the covenant of the Lord, which he made with our fathers when he brought them out of the land of Egypt. And Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of all the congregation of Israel and spread forth his hands towards heaven. And he said, Lord God of Israel, there is no God like thee in heaven above or on earth beneath who keepest covenant and mercy with thy servants that walk before thee with all their heart. Who hast kept with thy servant David my father that thou promised him? Thou spakest also with thy mouth and hast fulfilled it with thine hand as it is this day. Therefore now, Lord God of Israel, Keep with thy servant David, my father, that thou promisedst him, saying, There shall not fail thee a man in my sight to sit on the throne of Israel, so that thy children take heed to their way, that they walk before me as thou hast walked before me. And now, O God of Israel, let thy word, I pray thee, be verified, which thou spakest unto thy servant David, my father. But will God indeed dwell on the earth? Behold, the heaven and heaven 
of heavens cannot contain thee, how much less this house that I have builded. Yet have thou respect unto the prayer of thy servant, and to his supplication, O Lord my God, to hearken unto the cry and to the prayer which thy servant prayeth before thee today, that thine eyes may be opened toward this house night and day, even toward the place of which thou hast said, My name shall be there, that thou mayest hearken unto the prayer which thy servant shall make toward this place. And hearken now to the supplication of thy servant and of thy people Israel, when they shall pray towards this place, and hear thou in heaven thy dwelling place. And when thou hearest, forgive. If any man trespass against his neighbor, and an oath be laid upon him to cause him to swear, and the oath come before thine altar in this house, then hear thou in heaven, and do, and judge thy servants, condemning the wicked to bring his way upon his head, and justifying the righteous to give him according to his righteousness. When thy people Israel be smitten down before the enemy, because they have sinned against thee, and shall turn again to thee, and confess thy name, and pray, and make supplication unto thee in this house, then hear thou in heaven, and forgive the sin of thy people Israel, and bring them again unto the land which thou gavest unto their fathers. When heaven is shut up, and there is no rain, because they have sinned against thee, if they pray towards this place, and confess thy name, and turn from their sin, when thou afflictest them, then hear thou in heaven, and forgive the sin of thy servants, and of thy people Israel, that thou teach them the good way wherein they should walk, and give rain upon thy land, which thou hast given to thy people for an inheritance. If there be in the land famine, if there be pestilence, blasting, mildew, locust, or if there be caterpillar, if their enemy besiege them in the land of their cities, whatsoever plague, whatsoever sickness there be, what prayer and supplication soever be made by any man or by all thy people Israel, which shall know every man the plague of his own heart and spread forth his hands toward this house. Then hear thou in heaven thy dwelling place and forgive and do and give to every man according to his ways whose heart thou knowest. For thou, even thou only, knowest the hearts of all the children of men. That they may fear thee all the days that they live in the land which thou gavest unto our fathers. Moreover, concerning a stranger that is not of thy people Israel, but cometh out of a far country for thy name's sake, for they shall, they shall hear of thy great name, and of thy strong hand, and of thy outstretched arm. When he shall come and pray towards this house, Hear thou in heaven thy dwelling place, and do according to all that the stranger calleth to thee for, that all people of the earth may know thy name, to fear thee, as do thy people Israel, that they may know that this house which I have builded is called by thy name. If thy people go out to battle against their enemy, whithersoever thou shalt send them, and shall pray unto the Lord toward the city which thou hast chosen, and towards the house that I have built for thy name. Then hear thou in heaven their prayer and their supplication, and maintain their cause. If they sin against thee, for there is no man that sinneth not, and thou be angry with them, and deliver them to the enemy, so that they carry them away captives unto the land of the enemy far or near. Yet if they shall bethink themselves in the land, 
whither they were carried captives and repent and make supplication unto thee in the land of them that carried them captives, saying, We have sinned and have done perversely. We have committed wickedness. And so return unto thee with all their heart and with all their soul in the land of their enemies, which led them away captive, and pray unto thee towards their land, which thou gavest unto their fathers, the city which thou hast chosen, and the house which I have built for thy name. Then hear thou their prayer and their supplication in heaven thy dwelling place, and maintain their cause. And forgive thy people that have sinned against thee and all their transgressions wherein they have transgressed against thee and give them compassion before them who carried them captive that they may have compassion on them. For they be thy people and thine inheritance which thou broughtest forth out of Egypt from the midst of the furnace of iron that thine eyes may be open unto the supplication of thy servant and unto the supplication of thy people Israel to hearken unto them in all that they call for unto thee. For thou didst separate them from among all the people of the earth to be thine inheritance, as thou spakest by the hand of Moses thy servant when thou broughtest our fathers out of Egypt, O Lord God. And it was so that when Solomon had made an end of praying all this prayer and supplication unto the Lord, that he arose from before the altar of the Lord, from kneeling on his knees with his hands spread up to heaven. And he stood and blessed all the congregation of Israel with a loud voice, saying, Blessed be the Lord that hath given rest unto his people Israel, according to all that he promised. There hath not failed one word of all his good promise, which he promised by the hand of Moses' servant. The Lord our God be with us, as he was with our fathers. Let him not leave us, nor forsake us, that he may incline our hearts unto him, to walk in all his ways, and to keep his commandments, and his statutes, and his judgments, which he commanded our fathers. And let these my words, wherewith I have made supplication before the Lord, Be nigh unto the Lord our God day and night, that he maintain the cause of his servant and the cause of his people Israel at all times, as the matter shall require. That all the people of earth may know that the Lord is God and that there is none else. Let your heart therefore be perfect with the Lord our God, to walk in his statutes and to keep his commandments as at this day. And the king and all Israel with him offered sacrifice before the Lord. And Solomon offered a sacrifice of peace offerings, which he offered unto the Lord, two and twenty thousand oxen and an hundred and twenty thousand sheep. So the king and all the children of Israel dedicated the house of the Lord. The same day did the king hollow the middle of the court that was before the house of the Lord. For there he offered burnt offerings and meat offerings, and the fat of the peace offerings, because the brazen altar that was before the Lord was too little to receive the burnt offerings, the meat offerings, and the fat of the peace offerings. And at that time Solomon held a feast, and all Israel with him, a great congregation, from the entering in of Hamath onto the river of Egypt before the Lord our God, seven days and seven days, even fourteen days, On the eighth day, he sent the people away, and they blessed the king 
and went on to their tents joyful and glad of heart for all the goodness that the Lord had done for David his servant and for Israel his people. Chapter 9. And it came to pass when Solomon had finished the building of the house of the Lord and the king's house and all Solomon's desire, which he was pleased to do, that the Lord appeared to Solomon the second time as he had appeared unto him at Gibeon. And the Lord said unto him, I have heard thy prayer and thy supplication that thou hast made before me. I have hallowed this house which thou hast built to put my name there forever and mine eyes and mine heart shall be there perpetually. And if thou wilt walk before me as David, thy father walked in integrity of heart and in uprightness to do according to all that I have commanded thee and wilt keep my statutes and my judgments, then I will establish the throne of thy kingdom upon Israel forever. As I promised to David, thy father saying, There shall not fail thee a man upon the throne of Israel. But if ye shall at all turn from following me, ye or your children, and will not keep my commandments and my statutes, which I have set before you, but go and serve other gods and worship them, then will I cut off Israel out of the land which I have given them, and this house which I have hallowed for my name will I cast out of my sight. And Israel shall be a proverb and a byword among all people. And at this house, which is high, every one that passeth by it shall be astonished and shall hiss. And they shall say, why hath the Lord done this unto this land and to this house? And they shall answer because they forsook the Lord, their God, who brought forth their fathers out of the land of Egypt and have taken hold upon other gods and have worshiped them and served them. Therefore hath the Lord brought upon them all this evil. And it came to pass at the end of 20 years, when Solomon had built the two houses, the house of the Lord and the king's house. Now Hiram, the king of Tyre, had furnished Solomon with cedar trees and fir trees and with gold, according to all his desire. That then King Solomon gave Hiram 20 cities in the land of Galilee, And Hiram came out from Tyre to see the cities which Solomon had given him, and they pleased him not. And he said, What cities are these which thou hast given me, my brother? And he called them out of the land of Kabul unto this day. And Hiram sent to the king six score talents of gold. And this is the reason of the levy which King Solomon raised, for to build the house of the Lord and his own house, and Milo, and the wall of Jerusalem, and Hazor, and Megiddo, and Gezer. For Pharaoh king of Egypt had gone up, and taken Gezer, and burnt it with fire, and slain the Canaanites that dwelt in the city, and given it for a present unto his daughter, Solomon's wife. And Solomon built Gezer, and Beth Horon the nether, and Baalath, and Tadmor in the wilderness, in the land, and all the cities of store that Solomon had, and cities for his chariots, and cities for his horsemen, and that which Solomon desired to build in Jerusalem, and in Lebanon, and in all the land of his dominion. 
and all the people that were left of the Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites, which were not of the children of Israel, their children that were left after them in the land, whom the children of Israel were not able utterly to destroy. Upon those did Solomon levy, levy a tribute of bond service unto this day. But of the children of Israel did Solomon make no bondsmen, but they were men of war, and his servants, and his princes, and his captains, and rulers of his chariots, and his horsemen. These were the chief of the officers that were over Solomon's work, 550, which bear rule over the people that wrought in the work. But Pharaoh's daughter came up out of the city of David unto her house, which Solomon had built for her. Then did he build Milo. And three times in a year did Solomon offer burnt offerings and peace offerings upon the altar which he built unto the Lord, and he burnt incense upon the altar that was before the Lord. So he finished the house. And King Solomon made a navy of ships in Ezion Geber, which is beside Eloth, on the shore of the Red Sea in the land of Edom. And Hiram sent in the navy his servants, shipmen that had knowledge of the sea, with the servants of Solomon. And they came to Ophir and fetched from thence gold, 420 talents, and brought it to King Solomon. We'll finish up there for the day. We'll be back tomorrow for more of the good book. Bright and early, 8 a.m. Hopefully Rumble will be working tomorrow. Otherwise... Come watch us on X or on Pilled.net or on Clout Hub or on DLive or on Telegram. Um, Liana's coming up next over on Pilled.net. So go check her out over there. I hope she is anyway. I didn't see her this morning. Liana, you in here? I set up the show late. I know sometimes she uses the show for an alarm. So we'll see. And then uh, Mick and I will be back tonight at 5.45 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the start of the regular show, the Patriot Party podcast. At least I will be here tonight. Mick, uh, we'll see how he does. But we have Dr. Sherwood joining us, so we will definitely be on tonight. So I hope you all have a wonderful, blessed day and that God keeps you safe in the shadow of his wing until his return. So. Until then, my friends, peace be upon you. Be blessed. We'll see you later. Oh, good. Liana is coming up next. She's right here. Excellent. Y'all have a wonderful, blessed day. We all know it's coming and it's not going to be pretty. It's great to have storable food, but when that runs out, what are you gonna do? Your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food. So I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years. And off the bat, almost all seed companies are the same, as long as they're non-GMO, heirloom, yada, yada. But it's the following years that really concern me. So I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not going to use them all if you have a small garden. So you want to make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds is called Survival Essentials. And 
You can go on their webpage, it says, your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT, and get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 10%. Good morning, everyone. How are y'all doing today? It's Friday. We've been sick all week, but Mick is finally feeling a little better. I, uh, he had some trouble sleeping the night before and which was, you know, considering this bug just sucks all of the energy right out of you. I didn't quite understand that. And then I realized that, uh, he's freezing cold. Understand Mick has this internal hot box. It runs at like 110 degrees all the time. You know, I run at about 95, 96 degrees. Seriously, my body, my my normal body temperature is like 96.8 to 97.2 varying. Mick runs like 99 all the time. So he was freezing. He was so cold. He couldn't sleep. So uh, I, I had the, he was telling me, you know, he had such trouble sleeping. He didn't want to go to bed last night, even though he was tired because he didn't think he was going to sleep well. And I was like, I bet you were cold. So I went and dug in the linen closet and pulled out a, uh, a twin size down comforter, like insert. And I slipped it on his side of the bed in between the sheets and the normal sheet and the normal blanket. And he slept like a baby last night. He slept so great. And then I went to bed first, which is unusual. But uh, Annie came and laid on top of my legs like she likes to do. And so I kicked her off and made her go lay on Mick's side to be a good bed warmer. Yeah, she is. She also runs super hot. Seamus, on the other hand, runs like me. He's kind of cold all the time. Anyway, so Mick is starting to feel a little better. I still have this nasty, nasty shit in my lungs that I'm trying to get off and get out. But... At least I'm drinking my first cup of coffee in a week. As uh, we haven't even felt well enough to drink coffee. That's how bad this was. Terrible. But we are feeling better. I am eternally grateful to Gabriel for waking me up that first night and getting me to put Mick in the shower. Because his brain would have fried. Honestly, I mean, he could have died. And that happens when your fever gets up over 104, 105 is about, about it. After that point, you, you, you're dying. And, uh, yeah, I am eternally grateful that he woke me up and told me to put Mick in the shower. 
And that made the difference. It really did. Thank you. Again. As always. We've had a little reprieve for the week because we've been so sick. But I'm sure that's going to end here soon, too. Now that we're starting to feel a little better. So, getting there. Waiting for all those prophecies to start rolling in again. Yay. The veil and the end of the world. and Well, not the end of the world. The end of this world. So, I hope you guys are ready. I really do. Because I feel like things are... I've been on a pause this last week between Christmas and New Year's. And I feel like next week in the start of what we call the new year, things are going to speed up exponentially. And I don't know if we're ready for it, but we're not going to have much choice at this point, so... Hang on tight, because it's going to be a hell of a ride. So, before I get started here, Brother Matt had a new message for us from yesterday. go ahead and share that. See what our dear friend, Brother Matt, had to say. Hopefully he's feeling better because he's also been down with the crud. Literally, we have all been sick. And understand, I don't know Brother Matt personally. I mean, I've talked to him. I've emailed with him. I've not met him in person. Um, but uh, everyone's been sick. Everyone I know is sick. How about y'all? You know anyone that's healthy? Except for Wix. Wix, you stay healthy. So I won't let her come over here. Needs to stay healthy. Someone needs to be healthy in the new year. Anyway, let's listen to some Brother Matt real quick. Hey, brothers and sisters, it's Brother Matt back with another message from the Lord. The message I'm going to read today is from December 28th, 2023, early this morning, about 3 a.m. Uh, the Lord woke me up uh, with this message uh, that I'm going to share for you. If you're new to this channel, uh, what I do here is I just share the messages the Lord has given me the way that he gave them to me. I, I don't add any explanation or interpretation or anything. I just give it to you as he gave it to me, word for word, the way that he gave it. This is not a sermon. It is not just a recitation of scripture. Um, it is the message that the Lord gave me and told me to share. And so I'm just trying to be faithful to do what he's told me to do here. Uh, I encourage you to check out the other videos on this channel if you're new here um, so that you can hear the other things that the Lord has been sharing over uh, the past several months. Um, I'm grateful for all of you in the community who have been uh, praying for me and who 
just a daily encourage me with your words and your support. And uh, please know that I am praying for you. And again, I always encourage you guys to put prayer requests in the comment section so that we can continue to pray for each other. Uh, even as the day draws near, we should be faithful in praying for each other, brothers and sisters. So if you look in the comments and you see a prayer request, just take a moment to pray for that person and maybe uh, maybe heart their comment or, or comment back that you prayed for them. That will be an encouragement to them. Um, also want to remind you guys that on my Substack, which I'll link here in the video, I post the, the words of the message along with footnotes that have you know the biblical cross references to a lot of the things that are said uh so i encourage you to check out the Substack if you haven't done that and if you want to read the word maybe uh after after i read it to you you can go and read it for yourself so that'll be linked there for you so having said all of that stuff uh, i'm going to read to you the message from december 28th 2023 there is a moment in in this time where um, there was a confrontation with an evil spirit that kind of came against us. So I'll, I'll kind of briefly describe what happened there when we get to this section. Uh, but let's go ahead and get into it. December 28, 2023. This is what it says. I, the Lord, who sought you and bought you with a great price, he who chose you from before the foundations were laid, he who began a good work in you, the faithful one, the ancient of days, God who is with you, the one who will never leave you nor forsake you, I the Lord, the one who is not silent, I will speak. Therefore, listen to me and heed my words, O you peoples, I am coming soon. Prepare yourselves. Watch. Look for me. Look for the sign of my coming. For I shall come as lightning that flashes from the east. Even now, the armies of the Lord are making ready. The one who is wise will keep his watch. Do not grow weary. Do not fear, for my day is coming soon upon you. O oh, my children, how I have longed to gather you to myself, to sit at the table with you for the great feast. The unfaithful steward will not be prepared on the day of his master's return. The unfaithful watchman has turned aside to his own concerns. He has forgotten his post. The unfaithful virgins were not ready when the call came forth. But the bridegroom is coming soon. Do not be like these unfaithful ones, O oh my children. Do not be distracted. At this point, this is when um, we had this confrontation with uh, an evil spirit, I guess. 
Um, basically what happened is I saw a face at the window of, of my bedroom window, uh, a face looking in. And um, as this thing was there, uh, I confronted it and told it to flee, told it to leave. And, and, and I saw it float up to the upper floors of the house. And it was like going from window to window. And as I continued to confront it, it fled. And I saw it, you know, like shoot between two houses across the street, look like a shape, like a shadow. Um, but so there was a confrontation here. And in the midst of this, the Lord um, would speak some things. And then there was this confrontation. So I'm just going to read you what the Lord said um, here. Even now, your enemy is seeking someone to devour. He searches for a foothold as the thief searches for an unsecured window or door. Allow no foothold, my children. Keep your watch. The enemy comes like the thief. <clears throat> Excuse me. Testing every lock searching out the defenses keep your watch and allow him no foothold soon you will see heaven open and the son of man coming from on high with his great host as you wait do not despair for the end of this age for the age of the sun is coming do not despair as the birth pangs increase upon the earth, but know the time is near. Remain steadfast, immovable, abounding in the work of the Lord, even unto that very day. To the unfaithful say, turn back to the plow, Oh, you backsliders, turn back and remember your first love, for the master is coming soon. Wake up, wake up, for the day is upon you. Return and do the things you did at the first. I am he who stands at the door. I have given you my word. I have given you my spirit. I have given you my prophets, my witnesses. I have given you all that you need, but still you have turned aside. Yet I call for you even now. O faithless children, even now I stand with arms outstretched. Return to me, O prodigal sons and daughters. The hour is late. The day draws near. And finally, the Lord said, Do not cease from speaking these things which I have given to you. Declare them fearlessly. It will be as an encouragement to some, 
as a challenge to others, but for some it will be as a word of life to them. Finish the work. So that is the word that the Lord gave me uh, early this morning, December 28, 2023. I do pray that it would be a word of life to some of the people out there watching this video. I do pray for those who have turned aside, for those who have forgotten their first love, Lord, turn them back to you. Help them to see that you are waiting with arms outstretched, just as you said, Lord, that they might return to you, God. Lord, we bless your name and we praise you and we thank you for your word and for this message. And I pray your blessing over all these brothers and sisters and your encouragement to them today. And uh, yeah, I pray all of that in Jesus' name. Um, friends, that's all I got for today. And uh, I'll be with you guys next time. God bless. Take care. Yep, it sounded like... I notice Matt also does not say amen at the end of his prayers. I bet it's for the same reason. Because we're not done talking to God. I'll say amen in, in a formal prayer. But not in my own. Because I don't want God to think I'm done talking to him. Because I'm not. I never am. But something Matt said there. Really echoed with me. One of our, one of the first people that we were connected to on this crazy angel journey we've been taking for the last three years was given a very specific task, was given knowledge and understanding. was given ears to hear and eyes to see. But he failed. He turned away. He went back to his own life. He turned off the path to God. And it's obvious looking at it from an outside perspective. It's so apparent that he's turned away from God because his whole life is falling apart, literally in front of our eyes. If God gives you a task do it. Do not presume to think you know better than God that you're supposed to be doing something different or that you're better than the task that God has set for you. Who are you to think that? You are as much or as little as God makes you. 
And maybe you were given this smaller task as a test of your faith. And you succeed, you might be given a bigger task. Or you might not. But whatever it is, be grateful. Don't be so arrogant to presume that because you're not given the task that you think that you should be, that God isn't real all of a sudden. You can't go back inside the matrix. The stake isn't real. You're just deluding yourselves. Listen to God. Because anyone or anything that is trying to turn you from that path that God has set for you is an evil spirit. Their whole purpose is to take you away from your purpose. Do not let them. Be strong. Be steadfast. You must stand on your faith as a rock. If one little wind is going to blow you off it, you will not survive this. And unfortunately, at this point, in that situation, there's nothing I can do for you. You straight off God's path. That's on you, boo. I'm sorry for you. But I'm not going to throw my own life away to try and save yours when you don't want to save it yourself. start with a prayer. Dear God, we pray for healing. Please, God, please give us the healing that we need, the physical healing that we need so that we can be strong and prepare for your arrival. We are only as strong as the weakest part of us, mind, body, and spirit. So we pray that you heal our bodies right now so that they can be as strong as our minds and our spirits to prepare for your return. 
God, I humbly beg that you soften the hearts of those that you've chosen, that you set them back on their path towards you as only you can. We ask that you give our friends, our loved ones, eyes to see your signs, ears to hear your words, and the discernment to know the truth from the evil that abounds in this world. Dear God, I thank you every single day for sending us your messengers, for giving us dreams and visions and the knowledge of what we need to do to prepare for your return. God, I thank you for our friends and family who have joined us on your path. I pray they stay with us. Don't look to the right or the left. Just keep going forward because there is no end. Dear God, I thank you for my husband who is feeling better. I thank you for my children, for their health, for their goodness, for their innocence. They are the reason that we're doing this. If not for the children, then why? I thank you for our animals who show us every day what it is to live for you alone. Who help us understand what it is to live without free will. Help us understand the gifts that we've been given by you. God, I pray that more people remember you each day. As the only thing you asked of us was for us to not forget you. And yet so many have. I pray that your flock comes back to you in full. Mostly God. I thank you for life every single day. Thank you for life. It's going to be one heck of a ride coming up.
Hope y'all are ready. If you stand on your faith, you will be. Remember, this is what Uriel told me the other day. What God has planned is of nothing you can imagine. You cannot fall wayward to their deceptions, however convincing your neighbor or your family or your trusted source might be. Trust in the Lord God. I cannot express how difficult it will be for many to discern, but you must plant your feet in God's rock or else you are shaken off in the great shaking as if you were dust of the wicked places. There is one you can trust. You know him. He is inside of you. And soon you will see him and trust him, not them. Trust in God. No one else. Put God first in your life and everything will get better. Even with all this crazy, stupid shit that's going on in the world. I guarantee you, no matter how bad your life is right now, if you put God first in your life, if you make a decision right now, this minute to put God first in your life, your life will get better right now, this minute. It's all it takes. If you turn away from God, if you speak against God, your life will fall apart right away. Your friends will leave you. Your family will turn away from you. Your life will literally fall apart. Because when you reject God, you reject life. Don't do it. Keep God first. He is the one and only. You'll see soon enough. I do have to say, I cannot wait for all of y'all to be in the presence of Jesus Christ, Emmanuel. He is the most beautiful soul that you've ever encountered. There's such a peace, such an amazing love in his presence. Like nothing I can even describe brings me to tears just thinking about it. Tears of joy. I miss it. And yet I can't miss it because it's always there with me. That feeling, that knowledge that Jesus loves me. When you meet him, you'll see. Soon. It is the most beautiful, amazing experience that you'll ever have. And it may only last a minute. 
but it'll last your whole life and beyond. You'll see. So, yesterday, if you remember, Solomon built the house of God, and then he built the house for himself too. So, the first book of Kings, chapter 10. And when the queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon concerning the name of the Lord, she came to prove him with hard questions. And she came to Jerusalem with a very great train with camels that bear spices and very much gold and precious stones. And when she was come to Solomon, she communed with him of all that was in her heart. And Solomon told her all her questions. There was not anything hid from the king, which he told her not. And when the queen of Sheba had seen all of Solomon's wisdom and the house that he had built and the meat of his table and the sitting of his servants and the attendance of his ministers and their apparel and his cupbearers and his ascent by which he went up onto the house of the Lord, there was no more spirit in her. And she said to the king, it was a true report that I heard in mine own land of thy acts and of thy wisdom. Howbeit I believed not the words until I came and mine eyes had seen it. And behold, the half was not told me. Thy wisdom and prosperity exceedeth the fame which I heard. Happy are thy men. Happy are these thy servants, which stand continually before thee, and that hear thy wisdom. Blessed be the Lord thy God, which delighted in thee to set thee on the throne of Israel, because the Lord loved Israel forever. Therefore made he thee king to do judgment and justice. And she gave the king an hundred and twenty talents of gold and of spices very great store and precious stones. There came no more such abundance of spices as these which the queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon. And the navy also of Hiram that brought gold from Ophir, brought in from Ophir great plenty of almug trees and precious stones. And the king made of the almug trees pillars for the house of the Lord and for the king's house, harps also, and psalteries for singers. And there came no such almug trees, nor were there seen unto this day. And King Solomon gave unto the queen of Sheba all her desire, whatsoever she asked, beside that which Solomon gave her of his royal bounty. So she turned and went to her own country, she and her servants. Now the weight of gold that came to Solomon in one year was six hundred threescore and six talents of gold. Beside that he had of the merchantmen, and of the traffic of the spice merchants, and of all the kings of Arabia, and of the governors of the country. And King Solomon made 200 targets of beaten gold. 600 shekels of gold went to one target. And he made 300 shields of beaten gold. Three pound of gold went to one shield. And the king put them in the house in the, of the forest of Lebanon. Moreover, the king made a great throne of ivory and overlaid it with the best gold. 
The throne had six steps, and the top of the throne was round behind, and there were stays on either side on the place of the seat, and two lions stood beside the stays, and twelve lions stood there on the one side and on the other upon the six steps. There was not like there was not the like made in any kingdom. And all King Solomon's drinking vessels were of gold, and all the vessels of the house of the forest of Lebanon were of pure gold. None were of silver. It was nothing accounted of in the days of Solomon. For the king had at sea a navy of Tharshish with the navy of Hiram. Once in three years came the navy of Tharshish, bringing gold and silver, ivory and apes and peacocks. So King Solomon exceeded all the kings of the earth for riches and for wisdom. And all the earth sought to Solomon to hear his wisdom, which God had put in his heart. And they brought every man his present, vessels of silver and vessels of gold and garments and armor and spices, horses and mules, a rate year by year. And Solomon gathered together chariots and horsemen, and he had a thousand and four hundred chariots and twelve thousand horsemen whom he bestowed in the cities for chariots and with the king at Jerusalem. And the king made silver to be in Jerusalem as stones and cedars made he to be as the sycamore trees that are in the vale for abundance. And Solomon had horses brought out of Egypt and linen yarn. The king's merchants received the linen yarn at a price. And a chariot came up and went out of Egypt for 600 shekels of silver and in horse for 150. And so for all the kings of the Hittites and for the kings of Syria, did they bring them out by their means. Chapter 11. But King Solomon loved many strange women together with the daughter of Pharaoh, women of the Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Zidians, Hittites, of the nations concerning which the Lord said unto the children of Israel, ye shall not go into them, neither shall they come in unto you, for surely they will turn away your heart after their gods. Solomon clave unto these in love. And he had 700 wives, princesses, and 300 concubines, and his wives turned away his heart. For it came to pass when Solomon was old that his wives turned away his heart after other gods. And his heart was not perfect with the Lord his God, as was the heart of David his father. For Solomon went after Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Zidonians, and after Milcom, the abomination of the Ammonites. And Solomon did evil in the sight of the Lord, and went not fully after the Lord, as did David his father. Then did Solomon build in high place for Chemosh, the abomination of Moab, in the hill that is before Jerusalem, and for Molech, the abomination of the children of Ammon. And likewise did he for all his strange wives, which burnt incense and sacrificed unto their gods. And the Lord was angry with Solomon, because his heart was turned away from the Lord God of Israel, which had appeared unto him twice and had commanded him concerning this thing, that he should not go after other gods. But he kept not that which the Lord commanded. Wherefore the Lord said unto Solomon, 
For as much as this is done of thee, and thou hast not kept my covenant and my statutes, which I have commanded thee, I will surely rend the kingdom from thee, and will give it to thy servant. Notwithstanding in thy days, I will not do it for David thy father's sake, but I will rend it out of the hand of thy son. Howbeit I will not rend away all the kingdom, but will give one tribe thy son for David my servant's sake, and for Jerusalem's sake which I have chosen. And the Lord stirred up an adversary unto Solomon, Hadad the Edomite. He was of the king's seed in Edom. For it came to pass, when David was in Edom, and Joab, the captain of the host, was gone up to bury the slain, after he had smitten every male in Edom, for six months did Joab remain there with all Israel, until he had cut off every male in Edom. That Hadad fled, he and certain Edomites of his father's servants with him, to go into Egypt, Hadad being yet a little child. And they arose out of Midian, and came to Paran, and they took men with them out of Paran, and they came to Egypt, unto Pharaoh king of Egypt, which gave him an house, and appointed him victuals, and gave him land. And Hadad found great favor in the sight of Pharaoh, so that he gave him to wife the sister of his own wife, the sister of Tepens, the queen. And the sister of Tepens bare him Genubath, his son, whom Tepens weaned in Pharaoh's house. And Genubath was in Pharaoh's household among the sons of Pharaoh. And when Hadad heard in Egypt that David slept with his fathers, and that Joab the captain of the host was dead, Hadad said to Pharaoh, Let me depart, that I may go to mine own country. Then Pharaoh said unto him, But what hast thou lacked with me, that, behold, thou seekest to go to thine own country? And he answered, Nothing. Howbeit, let me go in anywise. And God stirred him up another adversary, Rezan, the son of Alida, which fled from his lord Hadezer, the king of Zoab, of Zobah. And he gathered men unto him and became captain over a band when David slew them of Zobah. And they went to Damascus and dwelt therein and reigned in Damascus. And he was an adversary to Israel all the days of Solomon beside the mischief that Hadad did, and he abhorred Israel and reigned over Syria. And Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, an Ephrathite of the Zerida, Solomon's servant, whose mother's name was Zeruah, a widow woman, even he lifted up his hand against the king. And this was the cause that he lifted up his hand against the king. Solomon built Milo and repaired the breaches of the city of David, his father. And the man Jeroboam was a mighty man of valor, and Solomon, seeking or seeing the young man that he was industrious, he made him ruler over all the charge of the house of Joseph. And it came to pass at that time when Jeroboam went out of Jerusalem that the prophet Ahaja, the Shilonite, found him in the way, and he had clad himself with a new garment, and they too were alone in the field. And Ahaja caught the new garment that was on him and rent it in twelve pieces. And he said to Jeroboam, Take thee ten pieces, for thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, Behold, I will rend the kingdom out of the hand of Solomon and will give ten tribes to thee, 
but he shall have one tribe for my servant David's sake and for Jerusalem's sake, the city which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, because that they have forsaken me and have worshipped Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Zidonians, Chemosh, the god of the Moabites, and Milcom, the god of the children of Ammon, and have not walked in my ways to do that which is right in mine eyes and to keep my statutes and my judgments as did David his father. Howbeit, I will not take the whole kingdom out of his hand, but I will make him a prince all the days of his life for David my servant's sake, whom I choose because he kept my commandments and my statutes. But I will take the kingdom out of his son's hand and I will give it unto thee, even ten tribes. And unto his son I will give one tribe, that David my servant may have a light always before me in Jerusalem, the city which I have chosen to put my name there. And I will take thee, and thou shalt reign according to all that thou, thy soul desireth, and shalt be king over Israel. And it shall be, if thou wilt hearken unto all that I command thee, and wilt walk in my ways, and do that is right in my sight, to keep my statutes and my commandments, as David my servant did, that I will be with thee, and build thee a sure house, as I built for David, and will give Israel unto thee. And I will for this afflict the seed of David, but not forever. Solomon sought therefore to kill Jeroboam. And Jeroboam arose and fled into Egypt, unto Shishak, king of Egypt, and was in Egypt until the death of Solomon. And the rest of the acts of Solomon and all that he did and his wisdom, are they not written in the book of the acts of Solomon? And the time that Solomon reigned in Jerusalem over all Israel was 40 years. And Solomon slept with his fathers and was buried in the city of David his father. And Rehoboam his son reigned in his stead. Chapter 12. And Rehoboam went to Shechem, for all Israel were come to Shechem to make him king. And it came to pass And it came to pass when Jeroboam the son of Nebat, who was yet in Egypt, heard of it, for he was fled from the presence of King Solomon, and Jeroboam dwelt in Egypt that they sent and called him. And Jeroboam and all the congregation of Israel came and spake unto Rehoboam, saying, Thy father made our yoke grievous. Now therefore make thou the grievous service of thy father and his heavy yoke which he put upon us lighter, and we will serve thee. And he said unto them, Depart yet for three days, then come again to me. And the people departed. And King Rehoboam consulted with the old men that stood before Solomon his father while he yet lived, and said, How do ye advise that I may answer this people? And they spake unto him, saying, If thou wilt be a servant unto this people this day, and wilt serve them, and answer them, and speak good words to them, then they will be thy servants forever. But he forsook the counsel of the old men which they had given him, and consulted with the young men that were grown up with him, and which stood before him. And he said unto them, What counsel give ye that we may answer this people who have spoken to me, saying, Make the yoke which thy father did put upon us lighter? 
And the young men that were grown up with him spake unto him, saying, Thus shalt thou speak unto this people that spake unto thee, saying, Thy father made our yoke heavy, but make it thou lighter unto us. Thus shalt thou say unto them, My little finger shall be thicker than my father's loins. And now, whereas my father did lay ye with a heavy yoke, I will add to your yoke. My father hath chastised ye with whips, but I will chastise ye with scorpions. So Jeroboam and all the people came to Rehoboam the third day, as the king had appointed, saying, Come to me again the third day. And the king answered the people roughly, and forsook the old men's counsel that they gave him, and spake to them after the counsel of the young men, saying, My father made your yoke heavy, and I will add to your yoke. My father also chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with scorpions. Wherefore the king hearkened not unto the people. For the cause was from the Lord, that he might perform his saying, which the Lord spake by Ahijah the Shilonite unto Jeroboam, the son of Nebat. So when all Israel saw that the king hearkened not unto them, the people answered the king, saying, What portion have we in David? Neither have we inheritance in the son of Jesse. To your tents, O Israel. Now see to thine own house, David. So Israel departed unto their tents. But as for the children of Israel, which dwelt in the cities of Judah, Rehoboam reigned over them. Then King Rehoboam sent to Doram, who was over the tribute, and all Israel stoned him with stones, that he died. Therefore King Rehoboam made speed to get him up to his chariot to flee to Jerusalem. So Israel rebelled against the house of David unto this day. And it came to pass, when all Israel heard that Jeroboam was come again, that they sent and called him unto the congregation and made him king over all Israel. There was none that followed the house of David, but the tribe of Judah only. And when Rehoboam was come to Jerusalem, he assembled all the house of Judah with the tribes of Benjamin and hundred and fourscore thousand chosen men, which were warriors, to fight against the house of Israel, to bring the kingdom again to Rehoboam, the son of Solomon. But the word of God came on to Shemaiah, the man of God, saying, Speak unto Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, king of Judah, and unto all the house of Judah and Benjamin, and to the remnant of the people, saying, Thus saith the Lord, Ye shall not go up, nor fight against your brethren, the children of Israel. Return every man to his house, for this thing is from me. They hearkened, therefore, to the word of the Lord, and returned to depart according to the word of the Lord. Then Jeroboam built Shechem in Mount Ephraim, and dwelt therein, and went out from thence, and built Peniel. And Jeroboam said in his heart, Now shall the kingdom return to the house of David, if this people go up to do sacrifice in the house of the Lord at Jerusalem, then shall the heart of this people turn again unto their Lord, even unto Rehoboam, the king of Judah. And they shall kill me and go again to Rehoboam, king of Judah. Whereupon the king took counsel and made two calves of gold and said unto them, It is too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. Behold thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And he set the one in Bethel, and the other he put in Dan. And this thing became a sin. 
for the people went to worship before the one, even unto Dan. And he made an house of high places and made priests of the lowest of the people, which were not of the sons of Levi. And Jeroboam ordained a feast in the eighth month on the 15th day of the month, like unto the feast that is in Judah. And he offered upon the altar. So did he in Bethel, sacrificing unto the calves that he had made. And he placed in Bethel the priests of the high places which he had made. So he offered upon the altar which he had made in Bethel the fifteenth day of the eighth month, even in the month which he had devised of his own heart, and ordained a feast unto the children of Israel. And he offered upon the altar and burnt incense. We'll finish there for the day. We will pick up with chapter 13 on Monday. Today is Friday. I don't know. What do you guys think about doing the good book on the weekends? On Saturday and Sunday. Obviously not at 8 a.m. It'd be later. Probably 9. Hmm. I don't know. I'll think about it. Maybe we'll start that in the new year. That we'll do the good book every single day. I feel this burning desire to finish the Bible before the Lord returns. So... We'll see. Anyway. Um, Liana's coming up next on pilled.net. Don't forget, in the new year, we're also going to start streaming all day. So we'll do the good book, and then I'm going to mirror Liana's show. Um, all day. And... Uh, if she plays one of Justin's old shows, then we'll play that as well. Otherwise, we'll do it. We'll play one of Justin's old shows. Um, and then, of course, the Patriot Party podcast, starting at 5.45. So, that starts next week, Tuesday. So, keep an eye out for that. So. But in the meantime, Liana's coming up next. 9.05 over on pilled.net and here on Rumble. The Liana Wilbert Show, the TNA Variety Show. So go check that out. She keeps us going all day. Hi, Annie. You coming to say hi to everyone? Come here, Bear. Come here. Come here. I hear your tail thwomping against things. All right. Never mind. And, uh... Mick and I will be back tonight, 5.45 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the start of the Patriot Party podcast. I am doing Freedom Gardens tomorrow, so check that out tomorrow afternoon at 2 p.m. for Freedom Gardens. And uh, True Spiracy on New Year's Eve on Sunday. I think we're going to play a Apocalypse Bingo for True Spiracy on Sunday, so... That'll be fun. Um, we're going to do our predictions for the new year. So in the meantime, thank you all for watching. 
I hope you have a wonderful, blessed day, an amazing, safe and happy new year. And that God keeps you safe in the presence under the shadow of his wing until his return. So until then, thanks for watching y'all and I'll see you on the flip side. Baby, chill, don't medicate, just meditate You waking up now, well, baby, you hella late Educate, look at what's going on, let it resonate Accelerate, find your inner hunger like you never ate Agenda is to push the hate, separate and segregate Don't celebrate quite yet, the storm is coming Cue for heaven's sake, the violence that they demonstrate Instigate and penetrate, the values of our country And our God is what they desecrate My fighters ain't no featherweight Pulling out the seams of the fabric that they fabricate They feed us lies, manipulate, intimidate through fear and force Forcing us to sit and wait Till we come together, congregate, and then we liberate Praying that you give me strength to find some love amongst the hate Marching on these streets of blood Till I see the golden gates Troubadour and troubled souls One of God's servants Blades out, cut the grass till we see the serpent One day I hope you see the truth This puppet show stays on because of you Just digested, suspected something's going on, but chose to just neglect it. Deflected by some breaking news, oh, we just accepted. Expected just to fall in line and follow their perspective. Don't question their objective, but I got a lot of questions. How these kids molested, but nobody's been arrested. Read it in the testament, these children are protected. So I'm fighting all these terrorists, both foreign and domestic. Refuse to be directed, blind, not a sheep. Only kneel to my God, so I'm dying on my feet. Uh. Silence when we speak, but there's violence in the street I've been rolling with the punches, I can't take it on the cheek uh, Drink from a glass half full, I'm optimistic People are sadistic, so vicious and malicious Praying for assistance to overcome my position Or I'm gonna start resisting and then I pray for forgiveness oh, day, I hope you see the truth This puppet show stays on because of you We need